The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. I know many of you have had it with all the home cooking. You check out the fridge and the cupboards, but nothing looks good and you're just not feeling it. So that's when you head to your local co-op for their amazing deli. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and at Lake Wins, the deli makes everything from scratch so you don't have to. They're stocked up on delicious, nutritious, easy meals that are ready for you and your family when you don't want to cook. They've got nutritious salads, sandwiches, and wraps to go, take-and-heat meals like pot pies, quiches, and salmon, and there are even scratch-made meals from the deli in the frozen aisle. Things like frozen entrees, pizzas, soups, spinach pie, these are all ready for you to put in the freezer on the nights when you're not motivated to cook. And you know these meals meet Lake Wind standards, right? So no artificial colors or flavors, no high fructose corn syrup or hydrogenated oils, and the meat's ingredients have no nitrates, added hormones, or antibiotics. If you can't make it to Lake Winds, visit your neighborhood co-op, but the Lake Winds that I shop are in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield. Find out more about all of the items that you can find at your Lake Winds food co-op at lakewinds.com. Eat on the weekly dish. Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. And we had our friend Tanya hang over on the line. She had some questions or comments. Hi, Tanya. How you doing? Hi. Um, speaking of CSAs, I was cleaning out a little pantry area that we have at uh, Overflow, and I came across a couple bags of beans, dried beans. And they're probably three or four years old. I don't really know. Um, but I don't know what to do with them. What kind? What What kind of beans? Okay. So they're all mixed. One, there's a, I went and weighed them. I'm like, oh, they're going to ask. Okay, so I have a 10-ounce bag of what looks like maybe a red kidney. There's black beans in there, a small white bean, a brown speckled bean. Like a mix? Yeah, a mix. What's it called? Does it have a name on the bag? (laughs) No. Okay. It's like a bulk. She's got bulk beans. Okay, so she should do that Cajun bean recipe from what is it, Hams? Yeah, it's that it's that soup. Yeah, we talked about this very early on in the pandemic. Um, hold on, I'm gonna find it. Okay, okay. so what's the other bag? The other bag is um, a larger white with the small white, the brown with the speckled, and probably a kidney looking bean. So are these these, these are, are hearse ham beans cajun 15 bean soup here's what you're gonna do okay um you are gonna make like a cajun beans and rice yeah awesome so you're gonna take your beans you're going to soak them overnight or you can instant pot them do you have an instant pot i don't oh my gosh i have so many things i just can't imagine no okay don't worry about it don't so soak them overnight and you want to really soak them overnight because they've been in around for a long time and some of the yucky ones are going to float up to the top so get those out of there then you're going to add you're going to drain them so that you have clean water and then you're going to boil them in two quarts of water and you're going to simmer them after you've boiled for about two and a half hours so you're going to get them cooked 
Then you're going to add a chopped onion, garlic. You can add sausage, celery, you know, whatever you kind of have in your pantry. Then you're going to add some Cajun seasonings and some stewed tomatoes and stir it up. Stir it up. That's it. Okay. Where does the rice come in? You're going to make the rice after as an accondiment. So the okay. right, you'll, you'll pour the beans yeah. over the rice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could do it over pasta too or quinoa, you know. Yeah. Or just I have do beans the beans. and quinoa because sometimes I get sick of rice. I do beans and greens. I pour a bean mixture over a bunch of spinach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. And I got these through Untied, which is offering a half share this year. So oh, oh, yeah. I love them. Gal who called in. Oh, great. Yeah, they do a great job. They, I, they're, uh, they're the ones who I end up popping by more than anybody. Very they're, much so. Great stand. Yeah. yeah. They're my neighbors out here in Waverly. Oh, oh nice. they're really nice people, too. So, all right. Thanks. Thanks so for much. that, Tanya. Not the most exciting recipe, but one you'll come back to time and time again because yep. you can do ham. You can do sausages. You can do ground pork. You could even do like turkey if you want it or chicken, you know, in terms of the if you need meat and you don't even have to add meat. You can just do it a vegetarian style. Yeah. You got to have a lot of Cajun seasoning. Yeah. And chilies like get that thing really rolling. I rolling, think I'm going to make rolling, beans now. Rolling. I know. I think this is what happens to me every time I get inspired and I think I'm going to do Here's it. like I'm I am like the reverse of the pandemic people because I'm ate beans all the time anyway. Yes, you are. And now I'm not eating beans. Well, and I because I've bought so much meat, I'm panic buying meat. And I get caught up in like <laughs> not getting into like the mob. So like when everyone starts eating beans, I'm like, I'm not eating beans. <laughs> making sourdough i already did that i did that i moved on i moved on people move on so would like but so i haven't made beans so all right so we're gonna do our top two in hour two are you ready always ready and now the weekly dish presents top two top two the top two pick your best two in our two all right give me two all right stephanie you want to start sure um i'm gonna start with uh okay I found a morel hunting guide from the Gentleman Forager because it is now officially morel season. If we get some good weather, I'm sorry, but the rain is going to be great for this. Um, I have seen some pictures. I have friends who are posting pictures of their morels. I've seen them. And it's making me crazy. So um, I just wanted to put this out there because he's got uh, a great little guide for what you should be looking for, where you should be looking, what weather you should be looking. I did go on a walk, you know, the other weekend with Jake in the woods and we saw nothing. And so I don't know. I'm in the wrong woods. I think I got to find another woods, (laughs) but that's funny. Yeah. It's elm trees, which we don't have a lot of around because of, you know, the blight and everything else um, from the uh, Dutch elm. But I'm just saying I got I'm looking around. So, okay, but he's got a great he's got a great little Facebook like six page thing. Hope did you put that up? Yeah, it's on the Facebook. Okay, thanks. Here's a bonus uh, bonus thing for you too, Stephanie. It is an app. It is called Seek I Nature. You take a picture of something and it tells you what it is. And it like has mushrooms in here. So if you're wondering if you can eat the lobster mushroom that's on the tree, you take a picture of it and it will tell you what it is. Huh. So I'm excited about that. I just downloaded it. So I'm going to try it up north. I would like for you to try that. Yeah. Because if I die of like eating mushrooms. And it's like, this is great. And you're like, excellent. (laughs) This is an authority figure that said I can eat this. Please let me know how you feel about that. that. Okay. Here is my top two, and this is for something to get you going for next week. Okay. 
The Friday night fish fry that I got from Urban Growler was fantastic. You guys, I ate an entire clamshell full alone of fried perch, which was so great. Coleslaw, tater tots. You can have tots. You can have potatoes. You can have, they have a whole list of the sides. There was some coleslaw and I even ate the rye bread. I just mowed that baby down with a giant can, a crawler of jalapeno cream ale. It was a Friday night of the ages. I did a puzzle. I was alone. I <laughs> ate the entire box of food. It was like a salve that I really needed of just like a moment. That's good. And I just, I, I love fish fry and I don't cook fish at home as much as I should. I do my sick of salmon share, but that's about it. Yeah. It was delicious. That's so good. So if you're looking for a good fish fry or you're craving that sort of fish fry thing, urban growler is where it's at. And that jalapeno cream ale, Stephanie, I know it was so good. I'm so excited by this. And actually we're going to talk later this hour about tap rooms that are doing Food like okay. that because there's a not there's a few of them but you talked about doing it and then yeah there's one a couple of the others. few tap rooms that like had their own on site restaurant that they ran that's so what we're going to talk about now that they have the corona uh, they can do both the food and the beer right there's a couple of those around town so I thought we could direct people can I say them. too their their social distance protocol was amazing oh good you did your order online there's a sign sit in your car call us and tell us you're here okay I call and I tell them. They bring my food out Mm -hmm. in their bag. They have masks and gloves on. They set it on a table and they loudly from a PA or call me say, Stephanie, your order's ready. I'm in my car. Yeah. They go back inside. Mm -hmm. I go to the table. I pick up my order. I don't have other than what I'm touching on the bag that we've both touched. That was the only contact that I had. I thought that if you're really worried That's a great way to do it. In fact, I think that there's someone asked me on the big epic thread about if we could do a list of safe takeout. And I was like, I, I, I can, we can start compiling it. It's not something we can, it's not something I can do anymore to just go out and make lists of things, but to experience it because a, there's no manpower B there's no, we don't have budgets, all that kind of stuff. But if you guys know of a place that is doing really good with takeout, like if you can nominate a place and describe the, process that is safe and wonderful i'm happy to start compiling that and can i just be the buzz wrecker here um safe is a really relative term right I what think, is fa- i think if we had a metric of like there are doing face masks then it is contactless like and so far no one has said that coronavirus is being spread through food or takeout food there is some it does live on some surfaces it could live on some cardboard it could live on some plastic you guys we don't know so one person wearing a mask in a restaurant and you know, not being ill versus another person in a restaurant who might be ill, who's also wearing a max. Like we just don't know. Yeah. So I'm not going to be the arbiter of what is safe for you. I'm saying for me, right. It felt like their contactless delivery program was on point. Yeah. And I, and I don't mind again, taking nominations. If you personally have felt that it's, I just, as a metric, I don't think I don't feel good about as a, as an authority figure making that call. So what's your second tap too? I forgot because we were just talking and now, Oh, it was going to be the crisp and green grocery thing. Okay. So the whole thing of like shopping, the grocery shopping restaurants, that's also was kind of a big thing this week. I felt bad because like I put a list up and then it felt like we all put lists up, you know? Um, But it was uh, the idea that you can grocery shop. And we talked, about this last week where travail is you know trying to bring a whole bunch of you know 
farm goods and really trying to support local farmers. Meritage is trying to support their oyster farmers. Mm-hmm. You know, these kind of things I think the restaurants are stepping up to do, and it's wonderful. Um, Crisp and Green is not necessarily about the farmers, but it is about, again, if you don't want to make multiple trips, because we, as we have just been talking before the show about people who have gone to like two places, you know, because they don't really want to go to multiple places. Well, Crispin Green has, and they also have a great pickup system. Yes, they where you, do. You drive up, you call them, they bring it to your car. That's it. Um, and they set, they can, I think they either set it on a table or you can have them put them like in your car. Yep. Um, but what they have now on their app, and I love the Crispin Green app, is that you can order vegetables. Like you can get pre you know, sort of prepped. I got a thing of chickpeas. I got some feta. I got uh, some arugula in a thing and some spinach and all this kind of stuff. And I think that that's just like, and I love the size of the portions because it's not a giant bag necessarily. Like, I don't want to buy like, you know, maybe a whole bag of arugula. I just needed a little bit. And I love that you can be able to do that in different sizes of portions. And you can just order it and then they'll put the ingredients in packs for you when you pick it up. Yep, they have a great system there. I did do a really interesting podcast with Steel Smiley for Makers of Minnesota that is posted, I think, a week or two ago that talked about how he went from this Crisp and Green franchise building it to yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic. What does that look like? How did he prepare his people? It's really fascinating. Yeah, no, I think that they have definitely. And when I look at, I've walked through Wyzetta and they, you know, looking at their operation there and every single person is in a mask and everybody is working hard to assemble things and they're, they have a tight ship. And I, I, I like that. All right. I've got one more, but I'm going to save it for the next segment because it all has to do with meat and grilling meat. Oh, and that's what we're talking about. So when we come back, I'll give you my second top two in hour two, and we'll talk a little bit about grilling meats and where you can get them. And I've got a couple sauce recipes when we come back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Stephanie March. And I'm going to mention my Makers podcast again only because my second top two in hour two a while ago, I had the opportunity to talk to a family farm. It was a son and his dad called Petite Pastures. Okay. And they're a beef farm. And we talked about, like, what is it like to be a grass-fed beef farmer and how does that work? And so if you want to check out the podcast, you can. But I'm going to recommend them as a top two in hour two because they have a lot of beef available. And I know people are trying to source uh, good opportunities to get beef. beef. Yeah. So uh, it is Petite Pastures. They have pork now as well. So they've got a sampler. They've got a whole grass-fed beef sampler pack. They've got pork. They've got small packages. So if you just want to order a little bit, they've got a grass-fed ground beef package. They've got roast. They've got everything. So it is a family farm, and they have great pictures of their little cattle. He talked to me about on Makers about like what it's like to help the cow get the calf out when they're struggling. Yeah. It was really interesting oh. to just hear like what that would feel like. Let's yeah. not feel it. <laughs> oh, little baby cows. Woo! Okay, so we're getting into grilling season. And again, part of the disappointment of the pandemic, amongst others, is for me this, like, I have to plan everything. It's not feeling so spontaneous. So the way that I'm sort of dealing with that is I'm buying lots of meat and bigger cuts of meat and freezing a lot of meat, right? So that I always have it. Yep. And I'm at home, which is also so, you know, I exercise and then I come home and I'm like, okay, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? I trundle down to the freezer and start looking at what's down there. Yeah. There's a lot of great curbside meat kits that are happening Yep. um, for grilling season. So PS Steak, 
which is one of my favorite local steakhouses. They've got a grill kit that's basically just the meats, but they've got that delicious eight ounce Denver steak that they do. They've got a 10 ounce flat iron steak and this is Wagyu black Angus beef. It's prime and you can order it for a curbside pickup. So I like that. Okay. Also, Another meat market that you and I, Steph, have talked a lot about is Lowry Hill Meats. Yes, love them. And they really just do, again, an amazing job of having lots of different kind of meats, lots of different kinds of opportunities to butcher. They've got a meat club. So if you are someone that wants to go and maybe pick up some pantry items, get some beef, maybe get a sandwich while you're there. Oh, my God, I love it. You can curbside pick up your Lowry Hill Meats. Um, The other thing that they have that I thought was pretty cool is they've got the smoked wood chips. Oh, yeah. And they do charcoal, too. So if that's your jam, like, you can get it all in one place. Yeah, they and they have a lot of great little boutique items, too, like pickles sauces and pickles and kimchi. And so many good things. Yeah. Um, also, uh, if you want to do uh, meats, the St. Paul Meat Company is kind of like Lowry Hill Meats, but in St. Paul. Do you know about St. Paul Meat Company? You, is this the France 44? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so, no, 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 Stephanie, no. St. Paul Meats. So, see, I, I don't know if they're afraid yeah, with they are. France it's, 44. It is the France, it's the St. Paul version of France 44. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Because yeah. are you sure? Because isn't okay. France 44 the cheese shop? I'm not talking well, about that. I'm talking about St. Paul Meat Shop. Yes, that okay. is part of the France 44 oh, I did collective. Not know that. Yep. yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they do a great job. They've got a fish bundle, they've got a burger and a brat pack, yep. and they've got a Memorial Day grilling bundle. So let's just say you want the Memorial Day grilling bundle. Again, this is all butchered meats. You'd order it and you'd pick it up on Saturday. You'd get a pound of marinated beef for grilling with chimichurri. Mm -hmm. You'd get a one and a half pounds of lemon herb chicken skewers. You'd get cranberry pistachio salad. You'd get a quart of beans and a mixed berry pie in a jar. Let's be clear, too. These guys are whole animal butchers. This is what I love about this this whole collective. I always talk about France 44 because I think that they do such a great job in terms of using all the animal and using all the product and taking a, breaking down an entire animal and then, you know, making sure that we get the best of it from all angles. Um, yeah, and they have, I just, this. I love this meat shop, really, yeah. to just be honest. It's Which really, is funny, because you always, I, I always talk about France 44, and you didn't. Because France 44s, I love them. I mean, they're great, but they're just not in my neighborhood. Right. And it's not really but it's the same in my thing. wheelhouse. I kind of travel between St. Paul and South Minneapolis is usually the furthest I get. I'm kind of downtown to St. Paul, right? And that's why I think, not to like toot our own horn, but that you're in the West is great because yeah. we really do no, have a lot of coverage we on cover. the show. True. I loved, uh, they have this burger and brat pack too. That's 55 bucks. You get four grilling patties, two brats, two French onion brats. You get buns, you get uh singles for cheese, smoked bacon, zucchini pickles. You can add some sides. I just, I think for uh Memorial day, we're going to be having these smaller gatherings, right? But I think people are going to be gathering a lot in their backyards, in their homes, even parks like, I don't know about you, but this week I took a walk over at the Stone Arch Bridge with a friend and then we um, had a cooler and we brought like a yeah. happy hour walk tail, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. I was, I've never seen so many people. I've seen people down on the Stone Arch Bridge and I run the Stone Arch Festival, so I see that. Yeah. But just sitting in the parks, the hammocks, the 
Everywhere you go, people are outside mm-hmm. and really taking advantage of our parks. Over by my house in by the Capitol, there's a little teeny park over by um, the Fitz and by Red Cow. I'm noticing lots of families picking up Red Cow and then going into this little park and sitting at the picnic tables. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of fun to see people out and about. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to say one thing that's not going to be popular for you, Stephanie, but I'm going to say it anyway. There is a cut of steak that is at Sam's Club that my husband has got a number of times because that's where he likes to go get his meat. It's called the tomahawk chop. It is the same like thick cut. It's almost like two or three inches high. Yeah. It's $25. It has the giant rib bone on it and it is a great steak for grilling. It's you have to not cook it on direct heat because it's like a roast. It takes a while to come up to temp because it is so thick. Yeah. But for the price for a $25 steak that you can easily feed three or four people if you're, you know, having a small portion of meat and then a lot of sides, it would be a great Memorial Day grilling option. Yep. And I also, um, we talked last week about the molasses and pork chop marinade. So Mm -hmm. I typed that up and put it in a more official form. But chimichurri too. You guys make chimichurri. It's the best sauce and it keeps forever for meats. Yeah. And you can put it on eggs and anything. Yeah. So so delicious. delicious. So good. Um, So there's a link to some recipes, where to get the meats and the meats. All right. I love it. Dua Lipa. Welcome back. Uh, If you want something fun, And just kind of uplifting. The New York Times did this sort of interesting video with Dua Lipa about how she recorded and put together her song Physical, which is another jam just like that one where it just makes you feel like you want it. She was like, I wanted to do like a, she's British. She's like, I wanted to do like a, you know, like a Jane Fonda video, like something super fun and super dancey. It was like three minutes where I was like, oh, I'm really glad I watched this. Have you watched any TV? This is like kind of random, but have you watched any TV where you're just like, wow, this is two hours of my life. I can't get back. Why am I watching this? And I yet- have the problem of being uh, thinking like sitting down finally. And I have not watched a lot of anything because I'm working all the time. And I finally sit down and I go, OK, well, I'm going to just see what's on first. And then I get caught seven channels and nothing on. And But I get caught in the dumbest yeah. things that I would that I'm like. I could start a movie or I could watch an interesting show, but no, I'm going to rewatch like Mean Girls this for the is thousandth exactly time. What I'm talking about time you can't get back. Yeah, but I mean, I'm enjoying it. But again, do I really need to be watching Mean Girls no, again? It's just like almost like you just need girls. to disengage your brain. Here. Uh, Killing Eve, by the way, I'm very late to the party, but whoa. Super late to the party. Haven't watched an episode, but really, really want to. And so well acted. Yeah, that's what I like. I love the really well acted like Handmaid's Tale is the most depressing TV show ever, but it's amazing in its acting. Yeah. Um, Killing Eve is very interesting. Okay, a few other just dribs and drabs here that I didn't get to. Okay, it is Memorial Day grilling season. And I am just going to tell you, like my mom made great potato salad. She had like the yellow mustard and she had the eggs and it was kind of yellow. And she really had a good potato salad. It had radishes in it. It was good. I do love radishes. My Janice, Dolores's sister Janice, her potato salad, everyone loves it. Even if you don't like potato salad, you like her potato salad. There's no eggs in it. It's more white. Yeah, I don't it's want any eggs very in it dilly, or mustard. No mustard. Yeah. Very dilly. If you want a good potato salad recipe. What uh, is, so what's in it? Okay. 
it is mayonnaise. It is potatoes. <laughs> it is dried dill. Okay. You can also use fresh, but sure. there's no amount of fresh that will make up for the dried. So you right. kind of would intensity. use both then. Um, it's also, oh, there's a quarter cup of Dijon mustard. Uh, salt, lime juice, red onion, garlic cloves, and green onions. And I'm not, you know, from it's a I'm a totally personal moment with potato salad. Like I don't like I've never been that thing. Of You're like, German, so do you love the vinaigrette style? Because I, I like that too. I have two kinds of actually. There's three kinds. I do like the vinaigrette, the tart German potato salad. I'm down for that. My mom makes pink potato salad, and that with forever beets. with beets will be yeah, ever yum. forever a part of my life. Um, and but that's a winter thing, which has always been weird because that's like a Christmas thing, and it's like a horseradishy beet. Yeah, I have that beet salad yeah. at Christmas. That's it's part like, of the smorgasbord. Yeah, and so that's always been so weird to see it in other times, but it it is pretty. But my potato salad that I love, that I just was like, if I was gonna have to rethink how potato salad is, because I don't want eggs and I don't want it to be yellow. I don't. It just makes me weirded out with that creamy yellow the thing. Dijon in Janice's potato salad recipe does not make it yellow. It's white. I don't know why, because there's a quarter cup of Dijon, but it's white. Okay. Uh, but for me, I've gone into a place where, and I did already make potato salad this year, just because I had potatoes. I did, um, mine is more of like a bacon situation. So oh. I put in creme fraiche and sour cream Yum. and a little bit of mayo, or creme fraiche or sour cream, a little bit of mayo. That's my creaminess to it. And then, you know, I go with it heavy on the chopped chives, and then I throw in bacon and blue cheese. That is my potato salad because <laughs> potato salad is basically mayonnaise and taters. That's what we're talking about. I like That's it. all it is. Um, okay. One other recipe before we get to uh, tap rooms. Yeah. I'm going to tell you is I it's rhubarb season. It's what? Rhubarb season. Yeah. Rhubarb custard cream bars. Do you want rhubarb? Should I yeah. bring you some next week? Please. Oh my God. I, you know how much I don't love them and they're all huge in my yard Please. right now. Please. Okay. You get it next weekend. Okay. Cause I'll make drink syrups Great. and I'll share. Yeah. Let's split it. Yeah. I'll give Whatever you the product. You give, you me, give me the work. I will on it. make the work. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. No, I have. In fact, I'm going to mow around them if I can before I go today. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk quickly about this burger that I had because it's important. Oh, wait, do you have another recipe? No. Okay. That was it. Okay. Um, which we were going to talk about tap rooms that have. Uh, takeout things because you went to Urban Growler and got fish and chips and like we talked about in top two an hour or two. Yep. This week I went to Lynn Lake Brewery and got uh, uh, some great beers, but also an Oklahoma style burger. Have you ever had an Oklahoma style burger? I don't even know what that is. Exactly. It's kind of a weird thing that we haven't really talked about it a lot, but it is a pretty basic thing and it's basically it's an onion situation. If we get down to it, if you don't love onions or don't like like even like onions, then this is not for you. Like then you need to turn away. I, why do I just keep wanting to do this? Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. What is that from? I don't I don't know at all. <laughs> Someone's knowing. Is it is it O K L A H O M A Oklahoma? Okay. <laughs> that's like Oklahoma from the, the, that's no, the no, 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 not that. Okay, I'm going to talk about the burger. Okay. So <laughs> So the burger, if you have had an Oklahoma style burger, it's pretty simple. The whole point of it, it is a smashed burger, but it is piled with onions, Yum. like like a big snowy half onion pile on top. And then that is smashed into the burger while it cooks. So then then what you do is like, so you have your patty on the griddle, you throw the onions on top and you smash them into it and then you flip the whole thing. So it starts with your searing the under of the patty yep. and with the onions embedded, kind of pushed into it on top and then you flip it so that the 
onions then hit the heat and the burger is on top and all the good juices and stuff sort of seep down that into it and it mingles. Good. You guys, it is so good. And then you pile two of them on top of each other with some cheese in between. And this is an Oklahoma style burger. And it, it just gets mayo and mustard like blend and pickles. That's it. And it is the, so at Lynn Lake Brewery, they're doing them. They're doing these Oklahoma style burgers. They have the original. They have the original with bacon. They have a single. They have a double. And you can buy a sack of burgers, basically. I like it. And you just grab it. And it's, they are set, they're doing a bundle with, um, uh, it's 30 bucks and you get two burgers. You get two bags of their, uh, barbecue chips. And then they're putting in a big crowler of this thing called Southern Cross IPL, which was really delicious, which is an, uh, India Pale Lager, not an ale. That sounds fantastic. Is it every day? It is. It, well, no, it's. I think it's like Wednesday through. Yeah, yum. But you can, but you can pre-order it, and then you just pick it up in front of the brewery. They will open, I believe, on June first in some way capacity. But that you can, but you'll still be able to get it to go. So that's really huge. I think I figured out Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> Hope maybe someone called and asked her too. Um, I think it's dirty, rotten scoundrels. Yes, that's what um, we just had a caller, and she said the same thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it was Steve Martin. Steve Martin is, when he when was, he was playing someone. Yes. He was playing Ruprecht. Yes, someone who wasn't really all there mentally. There he goes. Yes. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, my God. He I likes to run. Yeah, I can't believe that movie is hilarious. If you're looking for a funny movie that's just brainless, if it's raining, watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. It's one. funny. That's a good one. Um, hey, I wanted to shout out one more tap room before we get away from this that has also doing food. Because I think that there's something, you know, about like being able to go grab your food and support local beer by grabbing. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's a one-stop shop. Widmer's or not Widmer's. What's the one down by Bad Weather? Waldemars. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you mine first and then you can tell okay. me yours. <laughs> mine is Wooden Hill Brewing out in Edina. And I think that's another thing is that a lot of people get stuck in their city breweries and there. We always talk about all the same ones. I get yelled at for that all the time. Um, so this one is kind of nice. This is out in Edina, uh, Wooden Hill Brewing Company. They have, you guys, uh, I mean, like they have family style enchiladas to pick up. Yum. They have family style uh, like chili that you can grab. Um, but they also have uh, sandwiches and they've got a pretty great fried chicken sandwich. They've got a pretty great burger. Um, they have uh, a Cajun chicken sandwich and they have hot dogs. I love the fact that you can go get a Korean hot dog. It's a curry veggie dog um, topped with kimchi, spicy soy harissa sauce and green onion stuff. Like yum. Grab you that. You like brat, Stephanie. That's that's why I was thinking about you because Waldman, which is a brewery down off of West 7th, yes. you can get a brat and you can get a crowler of their Maybach, which is really delicious. This is a German spot. They've got smoked fish. They've got pretzels to go. I know that. And in fact, their pretzels may be one of the reasons just to go get that beer. Just to go to St. Paul. There's not a lot of pretzels out there anymore. I don't know. I don't think Aki's is open anymore uh, right now. Aki's Breadhouse. Yeah, which is they're one of the best pretzels, too. They have apple strudel, too. Yum. Who do? Uh, Waldman's. Waldman and does? a worst share plank. Oh, they Choose three verse. Choose some versts, if you will. Um, and then Urban Growler, by the way, does also, we were talking about the fact that they have, they do have more than fish fry, just to be clear. Burgers they, and nachos. They have burgers and nachos. Um, Able Brewing, by the way, they don't, you know, obviously Anamales is sort of in that same space and you can 
normally when things kind of are turning, you know, you may be able to walk up and get stuff. You still you can't right now, just to be clear. But they are going to selling out of the brewery cold smoked ribs from Animales. So like they've already they vacuum sealed them, and it's just like a pickup that you can take and break when you get home, which is nice. I think. Yum. Right. I love the idea of getting food and beer at the same time. I know. It's it's kind of one of those things where I think and actually, you know, there's a lot of talk about supporting small breweries and and to be quite honest with you guys, it's it's a dire situation. They're we're going to lose a lot of our breweries if we don't if there's there's talking about saving I love this Evan said they're talking about saving the Mall of America and giving them all this support and money and nothing has been set aside for small breweries and I think like we have to th- rethink that so if you can weigh in and tell your local representative to help small breweries that'd be great I hope that we can keep ordering beer and wine to go too by the way like you mean when it's done yes I it's a very nice convenience why well, I, I, the funny part to me is like when does it get done? <laughs> like when, when we does have it... the super master vaccine or whatever? Is that it? Just, is that when we'll we're be on a done? super? It's not the moonshot. What do right. you call it? Oh. The super, super fast, hyper, yeah, super thing it's that we're be... calling it now. Bigly, bigly. the bigly vaccine yeah. situation. Yeah. That thing. When we come back, I guess that's when it's done. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, friends. So much information is flying. We've covered a lot of topics, so I just want to... Someone wanted to know again, where was the Oklahoma burger? Lynn Lake Brewery. Okay. Someone else wanted to know, where is the potato salad recipe? It's posted on Facebook on our show page. Also, stephaniesdish.com is where I put all the recipes that I produce. Um, Let's see. There was another question here or a comment. They come in in all these different places. I know, trying to find them all. Um, okay. Thank you for covering this topic. It is very important. Uh, some people are commenting Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma is from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Uh, okay. I think we had a lot of discussion about whether people will go out and eat on June 1st. Thank you people for being respectful. And they're continuing to add to your thread, Stephanie. Yes. yes. That we talked about. Um, um all right. Okay. And I want to just to continue on with the uh the great uh advice that's happening on um on the thread on the Facebook from people which is really fun. Um Oops. Now it just went away. Uh Why does it double post sometimes for me? This is the craziness. Here's a interesting comment. Don't be afraid to make notes in your recipe books including crossing out a recipe you don't like. Also, don't be afraid to put your own spin on a recipe, but take notes so you remember. Yeah. Don't you love it when you get like a cookbook and your mom's handwriting or something is in it? Yeah, like, I know. W- books are made to be used. I so absolutely we can write, in them. write all over my books. I don't, but I'm going to start. Oh, my God. When my mom, between my mom and my kids, we hand out, you know, we pass books around and there's always everyone looks for my mom. She underlines passages and writes comments next to it. So we just like we do that. All throughout all of what our books. What a great legacy. Yeah. So we do that to each other. Where it's like, if you find a phrase you really love, you underline it or you write exclamation points in the in the, in the the columns. Yum. I know it. I love it. Uh, I love and I agree with Suniva here who says, high quality ingredients are worth the investment. You taste the difference, especially with spices. She says that uh, Penzi's has changed her life. High quality cocoa powder is, from them is night and day. And yeah, I it agree. Is, it does make a huge difference. 100%. Um, 
I love Lisa. She says, after watching plenty of cooking shows lately, have all ingredients measured and ready before you start. Mise en place. Mise en place, yes. Place. And also goes with place. reading the recipe. Okay, here's the thing, you guys. A lot of you guys are saying read the recipe all the way through before you start. And I, I, I do agree with that. I don't do it. But I don't in practice. I kind of... But then again... I don't follow recipes very often. Like like the potato salad thing, I would look at your potato salad and then I'd be like, okay, I get it. And then I would sort of just you're a riffer. do it. I riff. You're right. I am a riffer. I, I'm not a riffer. Yeah. Actually, I am you a riffer. Are. But I'm not like you, you are. are. There's people that like my friend Mickey, I don't think has ever followed a recipe in her life. And half the stuff she makes is mediocre. And I'm like, did you follow the recipe? She's like, no. I don't like, know why. Well, if someone recipe, goes, recipe. I don't know why this is not good. And you're like, yeah, well, because you someone went to the, the trouble recipe. to make it good. <laughs> but I mean, I'm and I, this is one of the ones that is on here is uh, is taste as you go. I mean, I am continually going like, nope, this needs more of this. This needs more of this, or you know. So that's another thing is like your recipe may be spot on perfect, but you know, I'm usually a little bit. I need more, I right? Guess. Or I might say if this one calls for. Parsley, I may say, you know what? Chives will be better than parsley in this kind of a thing. So that's a big thing for me. Um, always warm up your sour cream when making mashed potatoes. And the butter should go in at room temp. That's good advice. Why? Why do we have to warm it up? Because it makes it, it's an easier mix. And it's and it, and it's it's a, a little bit more, what is the word I want to say? It like it, it, it is, emulsifies better. It, it binds together better. Got it. Is the point. Um, I love this. Don't be intimidated. If you can read, you can cook. Well, there is that. There is and that. And look how many people have figured that out during this time. I know. I made a the master bread and five recipe and I made baguettes because that's how I always do it. And they're like, where's the recipe for the baguettes in the cookbook? Like, um, it's not a recipe. You just shape it into a long <laughs> cylinder and put some <laughs> air vents on the top and yep. that's it. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, Jill says, if you're afraid of butter, use cream. Jill, who is afraid of butter? I would like to clarify, too, because we've gotten a couple questions about this. Okay. The governor has said on May 20th, he will issue guidance to potentially you can decide to open on June 1. Not everyone will be opening June 1. People like I think are thinking that June 1st, the entire restaurant industry is going to be open for you to go and dine in. And that is not the case, people. That was our entire discussion. I know, but people are still confused (laughs) and still like June 1st. Can we go eat in restaurants? Some you can, some you can't, some it'll be small. So however this goes, call or check people's Facebook pages first. One of the tips during this pandemic, people are like, well, it's not on their website. You guys, restaurants don't update their websites very often. They should, but they don't. They're small businesses. Well, and They're a lot of them have on their Facebook pages. When you're talking about like how much it costs to run a restaurant, if they have decided that they're going to just stick to socials, which is free instead of paying for a website, which costs them money. They're going to do that. Yeah. So if you don't see it on something's website, go and look on their Instagram or their Facebook for better information. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be clear. That's the our entire discussion is the fact that uh, nobody really knows what this June 1 thing really means. Because one is that the governor has said it is possible to open restaurants on June 1st. But he's said he hasn't said he said that by May 20th, he's going to release guidelines for that. So the whole point of this is that. It's not like it's a free-for-all and everything is a go time. This is not the Wisconsin order that lifts and everybody just does what they want to do. That's not this. This is, we are in the stages of opening. Many won't. Some will. Yep. That's it. 
Most people who are doing takeout now will continue to do takeout. Some places that have been closed thus far will, I think, begin to do takeout. Like because pizza. Yes, because Punch is opening for, but only in Calhoun, I think. Yep, for takeout. They're yep. going to start there. And Octofish Bar has said that they're going to open uh, for takeout starting next Wednesday. So they're going to start rolling. And I think a lot of places are going to start to go slowly and ramp up to a way that they can be prepared for when things do roll. And they're going to watch. They're going to watch how everybody else is reacting. So that's a key thing. Okay, here's my question for you because okay. I haven't come right out and asked you. Will I go? Is that what you're going to ask me? I am because you're the first person I called. I know. Um, and you he- actually took my call. <laughs> Sometimes she puts me Sometimes into voicemail. Sometimes I don't take calls, you guys. Um, here's the deal. that I've thought about this long and I can't. And I go back and forth. I say yes, I say no, I say yes, I know, and I think, and I don't know. I don't really know until I get to that day where I'm going to feel about it, quite honestly. But as a professional, as someone who this is my job, I will probably go. I will probably go to see what it looks like, to see what it feels like. I will wear my mask. I will, you know, be respectful of distances. I will follow all the rules. But I don't see, I don't know how much difference that would be for me from going to the grocery store. So I don't, I don't know if I will actually dine in myself. I don't know if I will sit for a meal in a restaurant, but I think I will definitely drive around and see what's happening. Okay. So there's my answer. I was curious about it. I know. And I don't, I don't know if you ask me, will in my, my question was June when I asked everybody on the Facebooks, like, will you go in June? Because I feel like, I don't know who's going to, you know, there's people who are like, yes, I'll be there first. There's more people who are like, maybe not right away. I want to see how it goes. I think for me, I think the likelihood is that by the end of June, if I find someone who's doing things beautifully and safely for my own personal feelings, I probably will. I probably will. I'm I always count on you. Yeah. I mean I'm just being honest about what I feel today. Yeah. May sixteenth. And two weeks from now doesn't two weeks in corona is like two years. Yeah. So anything can happen. Totally. If it gets real bad, then no. Yeah. So thanks for listening. We'll thanks, be back everybody. next week. Have a great week. Ciao ciao. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.